Yolanda Rasco. It's been said that mentoring is a brain to pick, an ear to listen, and a push in the right direction. Well, the alliteration that I like to use in describing a mentor is a coach, a counselor, a cheerleader, and a comforter. But no matter how you cut it or slice it, I think we'll all agree that mentoring is valuable to all involved. And it pays dividends. Yeah. But just like anything else that is that valuable, it ain't easy. Um, It takes dedication. It takes persistence and a giving heart. And that pretty much describes today's guest, Sherry Sims. So Sherry is the co-founder and chief executive for the Wright Foundation. And over the last 16 years, Sherry has uh, supported youth as they develop into really responsible and contributing citizens. Sherry leads... um, her experience, lends her experience really as a former uh, Deloitte program manager. And through her leadership, what I would say is that youth have successfully completed high school, proceeded to viable and even lucrative careers, and as uh, well, post-secondary and graduate programs. So her experiences are really what led me um, to this conversation. And I'm really curious to hear Sherry's perspective on the State of the Union with regard to our education system and the overall social climate. Hello, Sherry, and welcome to your show. Hi, Yolanda. Thank you so much for having me. Well, you're welcome. It's great to have you here. So Sherry, listen, times have surely changed over the last 16 years. And although the need for coaching and supporting you know, our young people That hasn't gone away, but young people now, I'm I'm finding that they consume their information very differently. And there are tons of tools out there, you know, online from Khan Academy, uh, Udemy, Gold Coast, Masterclass, which I love, by the way. And so, but, you know, is one-on-one mentoring still relevant? That's a great question. Um, While Khan Academy and Goldcast, Masterclasses, they're all great. There's one thing that they can't do, and it's a major thing. They can't listen. Hmm. So one of the biggest pieces of mentoring is listening to the challenges that your protege is facing and giving them feedback. So having spent time learning about a person, you can listen with a different ear and understand what they're not saying. And then that allows you to be that cheerleader or that encourager to give them direction and uh, give them more insight and challenge their thinking. Yeah, that, you know, you really strike something in me when you talk about listening, because all of that online stuff is fantastic, but it cannot relate directly to you and to your needs in the moment. Uh, You've said a mouthful there. And let's not forget, several of the tools you mentioned are not accessible to everyone. We still have so many people in the U.S. that don't have the Internet. Mentoring will always be relevant at a basic level. Because there's so many young people in our country who will only have access to certain experiences and information, not through school, not from home, but through people who reach out and decide to spend time with them. Hmm. Yeah, that is so important, that one-on-one interaction. And, and, you know, the thing is, we all know that there's negative consequences of doing nothing, right? If we don't um, react and respond and support our young people, then we really got a, a completely different type of problem. But can you share with us the kinds of results, right, that happen when volunteers share their knowledge and their love? You know, what, what do we get with that? Well, you know, we always hear stories about and talk about the mentor changing the life of the child, but we don't realize what that change creates, how it expands out into changing the world. 
for teens, um, we in the Wright Foundation, we have a, a, a process where during our programs, we actually are preparing them for college. And part of what we do is expose them to foods from different cultures during each session. So it seems like a small thing, but being exposed to culture through cultures, excuse me, being exposed to cultures through something as simple as food encourages a curiosity and travel and a tolerance for people who are different, things that are different than us. And this is critical, especially in this current environment. Yeah, you aren't kidding. (laughs) There are a few people I wish Hood had that experience, but we ain't calling no names. (laughs) Right. But, you know, I I mean, I hear what you're saying because exposure, right? My sister used to say that all the time, is that you really just had to expose young people to new and different experiences because it turns on something in them. So I feel like, you you know, that that feels right to me. Absolutely. And it doesn't have to be big experiences either. Right. So mentoring can change you by exposing you to something as simple as vegetables. So we have several young people in our program that thought they hated vegetables, like the whole food group, right? We were having constant battles about how people could hate a whole food group when there's more than a thousand types of vegetables in the world. They're like, I hate vegetables. I don't want to eat them. So we kept offering different options and requiring them to at least try it. Eventually, we were able to win every single one of them over. Now, one of our mentees, from our first classes, had a, has a child. And he came to one of our holiday parties and we had food on the counters he could reach, but it wasn't time to eat yet. So there's a tray of cookies, there's veggies, there's other things around. And I look around and realize he's sneaking food. Hmm. So I was about to get upset because of course I thought he's got 10 cookies in his mouth, right? <laughs> and it turns out he was sneaking raw green peppers. Wow. So from... From, from his mom saying, I don't want to eat vegetables, to this child now sneaking vegetables, that changed the health legacy of their family for generations. Yeah, that is so powerful, right? And to your point earlier, it seemed like such a simple act, right? Get them to try a different type of food, a vegetable, and look at what they were able to now pass on to that next generation. How simple and how inexpensive. I always, it always amazes me that the smallest things yield the greatest change. And they are usually something that doesn't cost $12 billion to fund. Nonetheless, that's another show. Okay. <laughs> no, but you got a point and you don't have to, a mentee doesn't mean that you have to take a 12 year old to Disney World, right? So, <laughs> um, so if you have time, I have one more story about um, changing generations and changing the world. So one of the Wright Foundation graduates of which I'm most proud is a young lady who was in our program when she was in high school. She did great in the program, but we noticed that she was really struggling with reading. It turns out she had been identified as having a learning disability, but no one had taken the time to truly identify what was wrong. She was just being passed along by the school. We gathered a team. We got her tutoring to help her get her through high school. And then we helped her find a college that would accept her and helped her identify her challenges and then push her to grow. She ended up graduating from college with honors. This child is now a teacher. She has a master's degree. 
and she just started a mentoring program of her own. We put a lot of work in with her and her parents, but oh, how rewarding to see her thrive. Yes, amen. Yeah, that kind of gives me chills, that story, you know, because there's so many of those stories, but it took that commitment. And so I, I should first say, you know, to the young lady, holy cow, praise the Lord for you, you know, that you were able to um, overcome whatever challenges that, you, you know, were put in, 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 that was placed in her life. But then she had you guys, right? Uh, when there was other people failing her, she had you guys. And, you know, to those that are listening, that's that's what this is really all about. It, it's just that one little helping hand when other systems that we are involved in and institutions and so forth are failing us. We got to be the ones to step up. Now, I didn't mean to take, you know, the microphone, Sherry, but you really touched me with that story. You really did. But do you have to be an expert, okay, in rocket science or a retired teacher to mentor kids? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Anybody with experience in an area can mentor someone. A mentor is just someone that knows a little bit more than you about a certain subject or is willing to guide you and listen to you and help you, right? So a second grader with golfing skills can mentor a sixth grader trying to learn golf. Uh, A woman, I have women at my church. I have women at my church who have been married longer than I've been living. So I consider some of them my mentors when it comes to marriage, and they've taught me a lot. We think about marriage and careers and things like that. You don't have to be an expert. When I was in my 20s, that was when I first started mentoring. I was a big for big brothers and sisters. My, My little was 13. I was really just learning to be an adult. But we hosted tea parties, we went to museums, we practiced proper etiquette together, and now she has children and they do those things. And the things I taught her that were from my own experience were not just from my parents, but from mentors I had when I was a child. So it doesn't matter if you know, you know, no rocket science here. It's just like you said, a person who's willing to step in and care. Wow. Yeah. And pass that love on and that knowledge, whatever you got, right? Somebody can benefit from that. That is so powerful. Uh, So do you have any final thoughts, Sherry, or comments that you'd like to leave with us? I do. I do. I want to encourage everyone to do three things. So number one, get yourself a mentor, right? We've been talking about mentoring, But everyone, I think, should have a mentor, whether it's for your career, your spiritual life, your relationship. Find someone you can confide in and who will give you solid, honest advice. It makes life so much easier. So number two, Mm -hmm. be a mentor, right? So this is what we're talking about. There's something that you know that someone else doesn't. Or even if you feel like you're just starting out, there are experiences that you didn't have as a child that you can now share with a child for the first time. This changes you and it changes the world. Mm-hmm. Lastly, just don't give up. So, you know, there's going to be some struggles along the way. There'll inevitably be something that goes wrong. Every person you mentor won't take your advice. You'll sometimes have to stand by as the person stumbles because they want to do things their way. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Your main job is to be a sounding board and to give them feedback when they can accept it. 
Know that in the end, if your heart's in the right place, your gift of mentoring will be a blessing to you both. Oh, that's so powerfully said, Sherry. Thank you so, so much for sharing that today, for sharing your heart and for giving us this kind of insight. I will tell you, I am absolutely going to take you up on that because I know it's going to make my life better. So thank you so much for sharing. And to you guys out there, thank you for listening and remember to enjoy your journey to better. This is your show with Yolanda Rasco. Bye now. If you'd like to hear more, go to yourshow.com and check out our social pages on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. There, you'll find more resources and details on all of the cool conversations and events that we have planned for you guys. So check us out and remember to enjoy your journey to better. Until next time, this is your show and this is Yolanda Rasco.